This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter Podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. I'm Aaron and I'm Miss Dobbin. And today we have a special unicorn guest in the building. Please introduce yourself. Yo, yo, my name is Alexander. What's up, AZ on IG? You know what I'm saying? I'm a creative. I uh, do alternative hip hop, alternative RB, a little bit of neo soul. I create to whatever inspires. I'm here with the unicorns right now. It's feeling real magical and whatever. A whole lot of black girl magic and, yeah. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Amazing. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the hospitality. So. Here on the Unicorns Are Real podcast, we like to describe our week and a song and a color. So how would you describe your week? Uh, my week has been fantastic. Um, very, very prosperous. Mm-hmm. You know, been a lot of good energy. But I would say yellow would be the color. I just think of yellow immediately. And if I had to give it a song, it would be uh, Pop Life by Prince. Awesome. Yeah. Snap, snaps. You know, you know. The purple one. You know, he just... Uh, <laughs> the purple one. The anniversary <laughs> of his passing was just a couple of weeks ago. It was on the 20th. Yeah, I know. 21st of um, April. They have to fur 20. Yeah, RIP. Yeah. I think I just, what did I do? Like a little small Instagram quiz, and I asked people what my favorite Prince song was. They all guessed horribly wrong. Yeah, no, I guessed wrong. It I know was, I did. It was close. It was close, yeah. you guys. I had, those were my top four that I put up there. It was. <laughs> Which really, one was it? Um, my favorite? Yeah, yeah. Raspberry Beret. Oh. You were a Raspberry Beret. The kind hey. of fun hey. in the second hey. hand store. Oh, nah. <laughs> that is not my song. But Asia, how was your week? My week was great. It was very positive. Oh. Yeah. Don't y'all like hearing Asia? I mean, Miss Dobbins in a, a wonderful mood. Yes, I am <laughs> in a great mood. I've been in a fantastic mood all week. Um, My song of the week is Outstanding. By, you know, my favorite band, the Gap Band. Mm-hmm. Big Gap Band fan. Um, she and, is, she is. Yes. I'm impressed. I'm so <laughs> impressed. Yes. And my color of the week is, I'm going to go with a great, like a nice, bright orange. Oh, okay. like orange. A, not, a, not a neon orange, but you know, like when tropical, that, that tropical orange. Yeah, whatever yeah. brand that try to say, it's, we have great orange juice, blah, blah, blah. It's bullshit. I like Tropicana? <laughs> yeah. Not Tropicana. What's that? Right. Yeah, it might be Tropicana. That's the yeah. only one I it's know with. Yeah, they, I was like, that's the only one I yeah. know with Trop. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but they be stuffing the oranges in the cups saying it's all orange. Yeah, it's juice, Tropicana. Blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. I like that orange they have for their orange. Can you say yes. colors Tropicana orange juice? Hey, oh. <laughs> Dog, y'all remember when people used to say Sunny D was orange juice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't that even... chick was Sunny thick D is syrup. Uh, yeah. It was thick syrup. Artificial flavors. You know, oh, it's a high fructose corn syrup. You oh, yeah. Saying? But I got to say, like, Huey from Boondocks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, high fructose corn syrup. And it's wild because, like, just piggybacking off of that, like, when we were kids, they lied to us so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Milk is good for your bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <And laughs> advertising were, like, you know, Aaron's advertising, but advertisers back then, they were bitches because they was getting kids hooked on, like, sugary stuff. You know, now it's illegal for uh, cereal cereal boxes and whatnot, cereal brands to advertise their cereal with toys. <laughs> on, yeah. on on commercials, they can't advertise it with toys because they say it's, it's making people be obese. Really? Yeah, like kids. I, I learned that. 
Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, those toys. I used to couldn't wait right? till I got the toy. Right? You like, skip everything else. I want the toy. Captain Crunch was giving out t shirts, my nigga. Yeah. T shirts. <laughs> you feel me? Like, you just, you, you bought the box, you, sli- you signed the slip and filled it out and sent it out. They gave you a free t shirt. Yeah. That's a good thrift pickup mm-hmm. right now. Right? Like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. It's a lick. What? <laughs> I'm going to wear mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that just lies so much though if you think about it. Like even like with fruit snacks, they'd be like, Oh, here are who's like who makes Welch's fruit like bro, like Welch's fruit snacks? Hundred percent. Hundred percent fruit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> how? Like how? Yeah. yeah. How? How swear? How? <laughs> is this is this dried fruit? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Aaron. Curried fruit? Uh what's your color? Color, color, Song. color. So I'ma go with I'ma go with like a baby blue. I'm going to baby blue. That's Ooh. a nice color. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows I like blue, but that's not my favorite color. It's shade aqua. of blue. Yeah. <laughs> now everybody knows. Uh, they people. knew from your Instagram anyway. People. You had it in question. I have it in everything, though. I thought yeah. they would get hints. I was like, disappointed. Um, but Hello. baby blue. And then the song I'm going to go with, I Found My Smile Again by D'Angelo. Only, I mean... Because it's a great song. It's a great song, you know? <laughs> and then you got to think about it. Dog, that was on the Space Jam soundtrack. That, like, I don't know if you guys just prepare for I don't know if Space Jam 2 is going to be good or not. Wait, <laughs> Whenever wait, wait, that wait, comes wait, wait. out. Man. Wait, who? <laughs> wait a minute. Whenever Am that I, comes out. <laughs> I must be. I'm not with the shits. I had no idea that Space Jam 2 was even a thing. Yeah, they're considering having LeBron James. I was going to say we didn't have LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. I hate it. My kids at my school would be like, LeBron James. Because you got to say it like that. Like, because of that video, that video. Video. I didn't know there was a viral. Yes. I thought he was just saying it was like, like that. <laughs> the person was like, LeBron James. <laughs> oh, wow. These you, kids are teaching me something now. Yep. I had no idea. But yes, I found my smile again. And it just, it's just, it's really chill. I just love playing that. Yeah. I that love so it. Awful. D'Angelo yes. was a... Man, was... D'Angelo. Ooh. How does it feel? Raphael Sadiq, Ooh. because Raphael Sadiq produced a lot of D'Angelo's songs. D'Angelo was supposed to be part of Lucy Pearl. It's oh my just gosh, a lot. That would have been amazing. What? He was supposed to be a part of it. I didn't know that. Yeah, I love that song they got called "Dance Tonight," which was on the Love yeah. and Basketball soundtrack. Yeah, love that song. We but talked yeah. about that song on here. <laughs> he was supposed to be a part of. They were supposed to be a trio. Really, but it ended up just being Raphael Sadiq and then the girl from um, Why Is She Scaping Me. From, oh my God, it's right here. It's right I here. I can't see. It's right here. I'm sorry. It's right here. In Vogue. Oh. She's from In Vogue, but I can't think of her name. Yo, then, uh, what's her name? Angie Stone. You know what I'm saying? Then Angie Stone, right? And, like, do a lot of, like, collaborative work with D'Angelo. They were married, weren't they? They were. They got a yeah. job together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And Raphael Sadiq also produced a lot of her songs. Let's just talk about Raphael Sadiq yeah. and my love for him. <laughs> Unsung legend. <laughs> That whole era of R&B was just, oh, you can just They just be sounding like a bunch of old women. <laughs> yeah. Remember somebody, 96 somebody, Nova? He yeah. Said that we, he we said that we don't have always talk about stuff on here. He, he said we always talk about old Ooh. music. 
not to Nova, but boo to that statement. <laughs> I was like, boo well, to Nova with his little young ass. Nah, we, Nova cool. We like the music. But boo yeah. to that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do. I boo like, things in I, real life. And I was like, I, I throw every now and then recent songs in yeah, the mix. more recent than I am. I do. I do. I, any song that I come across, I'd be like, oh, this is a good song. And it'd be like a new song or like some indie artist yeah. or something. And you just be like, oh, this is a good listen. But I, you know, I'm always going to forever bring up, like, the music I listen to on the regular. The indie music. I, I listen to some of that indie music. Like, he was talking about FKJ yeah, earlier. Yeah, Masego. I like Masego a lot. I'm mad I missed his concert recently. Last year. Was it last year or this year? Whatever uh, it was. Was it for Masego? Yeah. Masego last came here year. with Gold Link, and that was 20... I, I no, went he to, came again. He came again? Oh, last I had year. A solo. It was last year. Oh, I didn't year. know that. I just seen him when he came with Gold Link, and it was phenomenal. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I never really seen, like, Dang, our generation. Like, we never really got inclined with me. live instrumentation like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I've, but, I've been told by two people that Gold Link, his, his, his background singers are better than him. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying yes to that, but I'm saying, like, Gold Link is not really... I mean, he's a rapper. He's eclectic. But, I mean, I think his primary means of creating music is hip-hop. He's a great lyricist. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, like... Who, but, who's no, that? No, 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 not Gold Link. I'm sorry. No, you're thinking I'm, about Division. There we go. Division, his yeah. background singers are cold. Yes. Oh. That's what I'm Like, that's what Division, I'm like, when I went to Miguel, there Division... We go. Um, yeah, because Masego came... Masego opened brother? for... Nonchalant? Yeah. So yeah. So like, yeah. Miguel, he has a he has a brother. Yeah. Who, they look just alike. He's got uh, long hair. Yeah. They don't look just alike. No, he got a he got, his head is bigger and he's you know he's yeah. a little more stockier, but he look his head is like a stretched out version of Miguel's head. Yeah. I mean, they got the same parents, like the same mama and daddy. I'm saying mama and daddy. They favor a lot. Well, same mama and daddy. You gonna look like a I'm lot just, like. <laughs> but I got you. <laughs> But they don't. Yeah. Them jeans Them came jeans. in strong. They did. They did. But yeah, Division's background singers were amazing during Division's that. Division's really dope, though. But I'll uh, say this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this, though. Back to what you were saying about old music. I mean, at the end of the day, like, it all depends. It don't matter what's new and what's old. Some things age like milk. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Some things age like milk and heat, actually. <laughs> yeah. You ever leave milk out? You ever go grocery shopping and leave milk on the counter? I mean, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> metaphorically speaking, some things age but like that. But I got that. you. <laughs> some things are wine. Some things are timeless. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's music, like, for example, Marvin Gaye just put out, not just put out, but they just put out a, um, what's it called? Post-humanist album for uh, Marvin Gaye a couple oh. months ago. I didn't get a chance to check it out yet, but I will. But I'm sure it's going to hit because it's good. Probably, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to hate when people be like, Oh, it's nothing that's new. It's nothing that's relevant. Yeah, it's it's yeah, the new wave. And, and, and I'm not and I'm not like condemning that. Like that's it's great music that's out now. But let's not act like oh, I'm old and archaic and everything that I like is super antiquated because I listen to '90s, '80s, '70s, and '60s music. Mm -hmm. If it's good, it's good. If it's not mm -hmm. good, it's not good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but don't condemn me for having taste. <laughs> like, no, I don't think that's what he was trying to do. Yeah, and that's not towards and that's not towards Nova. Like I said, Nova's good people. It's just more uh, <laughs> a general statement because then people like, for example, like one of my homeboys. He's like, matter of fact, I'll tell you this: uh, Devon, who's a super hip hop head, he just went to the Eric B and Rakim concert. Like he's hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. You know what I'm saying? What's up? You know and, when I heard that come out, I was like, oh, I wish I could go. <laughs> She's like, like oh, I wish. And I then Nas, Nas was coming, came here too a while ago. Yeah, he was um there too. That's hip hop head, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then like people are like, oh, you're wearing your dad hat. Oh, this is lyrical miracle. Oh, you know, da 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 da. And it's like, nah, it's just good music, fam. Like family. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They actually are talking about something with substance. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I ain't bugging. Like I said, I love all the music. I like the new wave music, but don't put one down for the other. Mm-hmm. Just like I don't say nothing about what you listen to. <laughs> don't have a whole lot to say about what I listen to. <laughs> you feel me? Well, <laughs> I must open up arguments because... I do, I do like talk shit about people's music choices. Oh, I know all the time she does. Yeah, I can't even lie. But She's like, I you just... listen to that trash. <laughs> but just, I just... you you heard that in her voice. I hope the audience heard that in her voice. <laughs> but I just be like so dumbfounded, like why people just get so excited to hear this. Like, oh, uh, I don't, I don't know. It's just like I just want some people to feel like I just want to feel like somebody took their time to create their lyrics. Just mm-hmm. like how that producer took time to make that beat. Yes. Oh, all the producers felt that spiritually. Yeah, like I feel like we had a guest say that the that the people that should get the, all the money are the ones that make the beats. And they should get all the praise because that's what people like. I mean, they do. Think Who said them. that? Huh? Who said that? Uh, Kyle Versatile. Versatile Kyle. He, this rapper guy that he wears his hair like a unicorn. He's oh, a that's cool. real life unicorn, as he calls himself. Oh, okay, that's really cool. Well, yeah. um, I mean, I, I would not necessarily agree to that because I felt like at the end of the day, like, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of, I mean, it's a lot of like, not, I don't want to say laziness, but I mean, that's kind of true because like a lot of times producers do make the music, but I feel like a lot of times now that's also giving artists too much like leniency. You know what I mean? In a sense, like it's it's allowing them to be kind of stagnant because they know all oh, this beat hit hard, so I could just say whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like a 50-50 thing. Like, I feel like producers should be producers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like musicians should be musicians and producers should be producers. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I just feel like things are getting really, like, different now. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I'm, I'm, my dad hat's too tight. Let me, re- let me readjust my dad hat. Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly. Oh, no. It's fine. <laughs> we invite these conversations. Yes. But we're going to move along to the Unicorns Are Real segment, which is our self-titled segment, of course, which is all about you, the unicorn, describing your creative mind, which you do creatively. And we like to describe how we visually see our unicorn. So if your unicorn was standing right in front of you, what would it visually look like? You said my unicorn? Yes. yes. Um, what would my unicorn look like? Um, uh, I don't know. It would be magical. I mean, I don't know. I think my unicorn would be like, I mean, honestly, I, I love women. So it would actually really be like, like I would only understand it as a woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because like God would know I wouldn't be able to understand it as a unicorn. So it would be a woman. And I mean, she would be magical. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like she would be a muse to me. Like has to be a unicorn. Know, she would, um, oh, it has to be an actual unicorn? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, if Somebody my... else described their unicorn like that one time too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. I'm sorry to. I'm sorry to kill the thunder. It has oh, to be the unicorn. Because yeah. I was over here having. Because we are unicorns. Oh, uh, if it was a unicorn, it'd be white. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I'd be black, and I wouldn't be no white unicorn. It'd be black. <laughs> I <laughs> recant that statement. I was about to be like. Ooh. Asia was like, "You walking in here with a white unicorn? <laughs> Can't sit with us." You like one of them niggas? White is right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, you can't have a seat at the table. But nah, it would be it would be black and it would uh have like it'd be real cool, like it had like some real cool like psychedelic like trails around it and whatever and it would okay. have like, this glowing aura or whatnot. You feel me? And so um, it'll be like if somebody was visually tripping on acid. Yeah, and then like I'll be able to sit on it and it would take me wherever I wanted to go. You okay. Feel what I'm saying? Like so I wouldn't have to pay for travel or nothing like that. And then what else would my unicorn do? My unicorn would uh what it do? 
um, it will let me see into the future too. Oh, yeah, real. This is the first having unicorns with, like, describing the power of the unicorn. Yeah, it would be that's dope. You got a that's so raven unicorn over here. That's so raven. It's the future I can see. That's so raven. I don't remember. It's so mysterious to me. Yeah. Okay, Aaron with the vocals. <laughs> yep, that's me. Isn't it? Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yo, what's going on with that show, by the way? Because uh, they all bugging. <laughs> like, it's about shows. Everybody on that show bugging. Now, you know, uh, what's his name? Corey in the house. You know, he had his different issue. Oh, yeah. Didn't he just get charged or something? Yeah, he was, he was, uh, he, he said he was messing with some children. Yeah. What? Corey in the He's house. a predator? Well, uh, I wouldn't say she. They might have. Uh, How old is he? He uh, older than us. Okay, yeah. Like slightly. Let me see. I'm about to look up Kyle Massey. His brother allegedly. Allegedly, twenty seven. Protect He's, you guys. Allegedly. 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 You remember his brother was on Zoe One Hundred One. Yep. 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 <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> Let's see. Battle, I'm looking up news. Y'all can like fill the in the space. Of the, uh, the battle of the uh, brothers. One was on another oh, network. He sent one. he sent sexually explicit pictures to a 13 year old girl. Allegedly, uh, <laughs> that's foul. If that if that allegedly happened, he but, looked so creepy, dog. Allegedly. I'm looking at pictures. Right oh. Now. Oh. Yeah. him looking creepy isn't allegedly. That is a, that is a fact. <laughs> well, you know all them Disney Channel folks are. are folks? Who knows what happened to Disney? Yo. Like what happened behind the scenes of like dis like children Disney. on Disney? Mickey Mouse, bro. Cause uh-uh. oh, <laughs> came in with the mittens. Oh, that's Ooh. so creepy. <laughs> that's like what you call it? the other guy too. Who's the other guy that was mad trippy? Um, Orlando. Yep. And then Raven. Was Orlando. Too. She oh yeah, she's dumbass. I mean, she's I'm still... from every continent of Africa. No, she said that. No, she said that. That is fact. She said that on TV. She said that on The View. Live, (laughs) live, live television. I'm from every continent of Africa. And everybody was like... (laughs) You hear the silence? Yeah. (laughs) Literally everybody. This is why why some white folks think that black folks are dumb, saying shit like that. Just be like... Like, I'm from every state in Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) Look into the camera with that. That's funny. Crazy. That Raven. I mean, but her show, uh, that Raven's Home, I I mean, was doing well. Yeah. It's, it's still no, doing it's, it's still, way it's, it's way more it's, corny. It's than... actually pretty good. Like for like for like what like you can't go based off of what you like. Cause if you look back at our shows, what we used they to were, they, they were they were kinda they were real corny. They, no, 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 no. I would say like the Disney... I'm saying I'm saying an older person looking at our shows be like I don't know. My mom liked the shows. I mean, nah, because they used to have some hitters, bro. In the morning, yeah. Saturday morning lineup was lit, bro. What you yeah, mean? it was great, That's too. one show with the girl. I used to watch it. I ain't going front. Like, you feel me? I used to watch, uh, was it uh, TJ, my man, TJ Duttweiler from Recess. You feel nah. me? He was lit. There was another show that was a Disney show. It was uh, The Girl, and she had like a... Um, she had like a like a like a like a doodle art like version of herself, and she would draw. I think it was Lizzie. Was it Lizzie McGuire? Yeah, oh, yeah Lizzie yeah. McGuire. Yeah, that was that was hard. You feel me? This is on a whole different network. But uh, I used to like I used to like a lot of shows. I probably wasn't supposed to watch, quote unquote. But I didn't care about that because if, <laughs> if it was if it was if it was the way for me, that's all that mattered. Okay. I had the hardest theme song ever too, as told by Ginger. Yeah. Oh! Someone once told me the grass is much greener on the other side. 
kind of good. <laughs> Man, as oh. told by Ginger. I swear like, we were just talking about her, this. <laughs> yes, remember her her brother, like his little his little uh, man cave, whatever, was in a doghouse. It was dope. Yeah, <laughs> it was dope. Yeah. And and then um, Kim Possible always slept. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, bring it back to Disney. Yep. Yeah. Did y'all used to play the games online? Yes. <laughs> Nigga, I still do. I still do. Yeah. Wait, are you still on there? No. Like, are they? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm about to go on Disney. I still play Stitch in Time. <gasps> I used to love playing Stitch in Time. Yeah. They still got the Lilo and Stitch games on there, too. The, even the, the sandwich stacker. one? Yes, the sandwich stacker. <laughs> Childhood, guys. Yes. Yeah. I'm Proud sorry. Family. Well, back yes. to you. Proud family. Back- Proud family. Oh, don't get us. We done sung the theme song like three times on the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. And we're not yeah. going to sing it today. I feel because... like Bobby Brown proud sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? wow. Yes, I do. Wow, wow. That's, that's <laughs> Hey, that's better than being Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, y'all remember the episode where he uh ashy fingers and one little boy used to always talk to him. And he was like, Mr. Proud, the ash on your fingers. How like I, my, my hands are ashy right now, by the way. You feel me? You know, Asia you just zoom in on the ash. You know what I'm saying? I got a whole lot of ash. Look, look, ashy, classy. The rings, classy, ashy. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but I guess if you guys visit wherever you, whatever you put the video on later, yeah, <laughs> it, like you probably released the video before we released the episode. I'm saying if I probably, I ain't gonna lie, if I blow in my hands, I'm sure dust will come out. Like you man, Oscar <laughs> Proud, you remember he sparked the fire with his ankles. Oh, I told, and when he turned I told, to the side, he was he was non-existent. <laughs> Wait, I told Asia, I was Ashy one day. I was like, I'm pretty sure I can spark a fire. Yeah. <laughs> Get a campfire. Just, just rub it. <laughs> Y'all can't hear that. Sound like computer love. <laughs> hey, you know the claps in computer love yeah. by Jack and Roger. <laughs> computer love. <laughs> I'm not about to say. <laughs> I wanna. <laughs> no. No, wasn't that also on um the soundtrack for oh. um um, love and basketball. Yeah, yep. there we go. They had yeah. a great soundtrack. And that was on. Um, it was on Thin Line Between Love and Hate too. That that remember. was. Yeah, man, she was crazy. Man, she was foretelling. Yeah, crazy. That was a lesson. That's and I remember they lesson. gave a taste of um the thin line between love and hate on the episode of Martin. Remember when she was on the ship? Yeah. They kind of did the little taste of when the movie was like around the time the movie was coming out. Oh. They put her on the episode. Oh, they went on the cruise. Yeah, and then she tried. And I didn't Gina didn't that. make the crew. Yeah, she nutted up. You know <laughs> but I mean, that was a lesson for me. Like, I watched that movie because, like, outside of being raised a particular way, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, having a certain kind of respect for women just inherently, like, that kind of taught me a lesson, too. I was like, never tell nobody, like, don't play with nobody like that. Because she told him, I ain't been her advocate. You feel me? She was wrong. But she did say to him right before he hit it. You know what I'm saying? She said... Listen, anytime somebody say something like this to you, they're telling you, I will self-destruct, bro. Like, I'm not functioning. Like, this is it. Like, she said, I can't be hurt again. <laughs> you, you almost said it just like her. You know what I'm saying? Like, not she said, oh, I can't be hurt again. She said, I can't be hurt again. It wouldn't be good if I was hurt again. <laughs> Wait, as he sits yeah. back in the... Um... He leaned back in his chair. He looked, and look, Martin Lawrence looked back at her, right? He knew better. He looked up, he said... I'm not gonna hurt you. <laughs> Next thing you know, you know what I'm saying? She done took the tires off his car. Shout out you to Lynn me? Whitfield playing these crazy roles. You feel me? She took the car- tires <laughs> off his car. She beat herself with a bag of mangoes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, 
what she? Oh, she broke she, her arm in a, inside of a uh, inside of a door. What else she do? She cooked some some bad breakfast and set the kitchen on fire. <laughs> she tried to she tried to electrocute him. In she the put a cake tub. in front of his house with a big knife in it. But she had told him. Did she not tell him? She, she did warn. See, fellas, I'm telling you. Listen, when women talk, listen. <laughs> just listen. She told him that all could have been avoided. It could mm-hmm. have. That's a good time though. <laughs> and it's, you know. Again, shout out to Lynn Whitfield and Martin Lawrence. <laughs> all right, back to you, AZ. What's up? We're going to ask questions. Questions. All right. So what kind of barriers are you trying to break, if any, with your music? Um, I want to break the barrier of, I guess, sometimes I feel like being a young artist from Detroit, you know, especially from the era that we were in. It might be changing now going into the future, but I sometimes feel like there's a certain kind of um, prototypical way that people expect you to be. You know, so I want to create more music that is kind of derivative of the music that really is Detroit music. Mm-hmm. Like, while there's a Detroit sound that's here now, and at the end of the day, I have love for that, the real, De- not the real Detroit sound, because it's not a real, I don't want to be divisive, but uh, the actual Detroit sound that, you know, created opportunities for us that are even here today is Marvin Gaye. It's Motown. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to create more eclectic music. When I look at Andre 3000, when I look at Outkast, and I look at the influence that he's clearly had on Atlanta, you know, a lot of times the young black boy here, you know, again, it's like you can't be this way. You can't dress this way. You can't act that way. And I want to break that mold. Like, you know, when I was a young kid, I didn't have that voice. But I luckily had the internet. And luckily I got to listen to, you know, CeeLo and Andre 3000 and Prince and Rick mm-hmm. James and all those kind of people. But, you know, I want that for that young boy that's growing up in an inner city, in an urban area. You know, whether it's Detroit, whether it's Saginaw, whether it's Flint. You know, because Flint is having a really different situation. I got friends out there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, or whatever city it is, you know, but I want them to feel like, look, if they grew some wings today back, you know what I'm saying? I want them to feel like they can fly. And if somebody tell them something different, then they take it as a lie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. I'm sorry. Fly. I can't help. I'm mad at you. I'm so <laughs> mad at you. I can't help myself. I can't help myself. Fly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> tell I'm drunk. Hey. I'm sorry. Smoke till I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Asia. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. He said he wanted to feel like little kids can fly. Yeah. I respect that. I mean, I want to feel that way, you know, because it's like weird because I feel like a lot of times, like, for example, for me being who I am as an artist, right, this is really my inclination. You know, I didn't come from a liberal city mm-hmm. to where, like, people were embraced for being different. I didn't. You know what I'm saying? I was raised. Sure enough. Yeah, I was raised, like, and, like, not to say that I'm hood because I'm not whatsoever, but I was raised on the east side of Detroit, mm-hmm. down the street from Kettering. You feel what I'm saying? So I was literally surrounded by old people with really nice houses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And empty abandoned houses. And people that were living the lifestyle, you know, street pharmacists and things of that nature. <laughs> street pharmacists. You know, that were living their life. So that was like my surrounding. So like, you know. I get it how you live. Yeah. So like, <laughs> and while I was sheltered and my parents made sure I stayed, you know, inside mostly. You know what I'm saying? I was not like, a, I was an indoor cat. I wasn't with an outdoor cat. You, know? you wasn't running the street? Let's say from my house. <laughs> Like growing up in Southwest Detroit, my mom didn't really let us like play in the front yard. Yeah, she ain't let us play in the front yard. We said to say we, but we had a massive backyard. I mean, we had enough room to play. She didn't let us make friends except at summer camp, and that was like you know the little day camps they they threw. And I'm pretty sure like my church my church had part of that day camp. But that'd be like right at Mar Twain, the old Mar Twain, when it was like what is that street? But it was before Mar Twain crossed and went to Fort Street. Yeah, <laughs> but we couldn't. We also could not play in the front yard and make friends. I yeah, just, 
I didn't have any kids to play with. Every place I lived, there was no kids. My mom <laughs> tried, you know, I would ride my bicycle on one sidewalk up and down the complex that I lived in. <laughs> I could and only, then that I, stopped because there was a pedophile looking at me with his oh, drawers no. on, with the window waving at me. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't ride my bike anymore. Uh, yeah. I couldn't ride my bike on my block. I could go, like, my grandparents literally lived the block over, but they street had, like, block club. So they, like, the old, like the people, mm-hmm. they kind of control, kept that street nice, no drug dealers on the street. Mm-hmm. We would literally, I would have to go to their house in order to ride my bike. And, it would, you know, to corner to corner. You can't never go around the corner. Mm-hmm. Can't never go past yeah. a little block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my grandparents lived in a neighborhood with kids, but I wasn't allowed to go to the park where all the kids were at because they said I, that I wasn't allowed to go there. Nah, big uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I wasn't allowed to go. I don't want you going there. They slaying dope over there. <laughs> but I see other kids having fun. <laughs> you ain't going. My Oh, my dog sniffed out one of their stashes one time. And I was like, oh, no, no, please stop doing We were walking, and I kept trying to pull her because she was like, she was just like on it. And then I saw them like looking at. I was like, "Please, right, Scooby Doo, hey uh, Scooby Doo." I was like, down. "I was like, I was like, chill out, chill out, let's go." <laughs> they gonna come out that garage. Just, just let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's tough. I mean, like, just think about that. Like, I mean, I don't know if you had it, but I had like friends screenings too. Like my friends had to come do an interview. You feel me? Like, that was <laughs> no. like an interview process. Like, if I did make a friend, they had to come over. Oh, that's how my, my mama friend. is. Oh, yeah. It had to be an interview process. You know what I'm saying? I had to. <laughs> but no, no, because, like, I went to Burton, and then whatever friends I made there, they were fine. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about neighborhood <laughs> friends. You know? I didn't have neighborhood friends. I didn't have, friends. Yeah, I see, didn't have we those tried either. that. We tried that, and it didn't work out the first time. So it was a no. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Young boy, you know, had uh, had Pokemon cards, right? Oh, so he had a. Uh, this was so. It's like one of the saddest stories ever, and I hope that kid is prospering. I hope he has the world at his fingertips too. They didn't but, throw uh, away his Pokemon cards today. Oh, uh, I'm gonna tell you what happened. Saddest story ever, right? So and I'm gonna tell you what's sad about it. Like as a kid, I didn't get it, but as an adult, I understand it, right? So basically, I had these Pokemon cards, right? And he stole Pokemon cards from me, right? Mm-hmm. But he didn't steal them to steal them. He brought them back over the next day to show them to me. He just wanted to feel like he had some. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So we just let it go, of course. But yeah, um, he was know. poor. Yeah. So, but it's like sad. To think about that. Like, yeah. you know, it wasn't like he stole them. And was like, ah, 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 you know, like whatever. He came over and showed them to me. Uh-huh. He wanted to play. He just wanted to have some cards to play with. You dig what I mean? Yeah. So again, you know, I hope that kid is doing incredibly well. I hope that um, you know, but unfortunate things like that happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was my uh, childhood. You know, stuff like that. I had steal my basketball back before. Ooh. You ain't lived to yet. Steal your own basketball back, man. Yeah. I ain't never get my basketballs back. That <laughs> stole. Yeah, bro. I'm talking Dog. about. They I'm, do you both? I'm heated. My mom literally watched somebody steal my basketball. Oh, yeah, she was I like, mean... "I thought that was one of your friends," and I was like, <laughs> Even "So you was... just watched them? <laughs> like, uh... you knew I wasn't outside. <laughs> you just that hurt internally." <laughs> When she said she watched them steal my basketball, <laughs> she's like, I, I just thought you was on the porch, and I thought that was one of your friends. And Did you cussing your head? Yes. <laughs> I, I literally, and then I like, then I went and got a basketball, a pink and green basketball. I was like, no niggas about to take this pink and green basketball. 
She let it roll out the garage one time. Somebody ran over. Somebody no, somebody stole it. Mm-hmm. Somebody got it. Like, it's real. Like, I was like, yeah. I was like, so you just don't love me. Get closer. You just don't oh, love yeah. me closer to the robot penis. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's so. um, uninviting. Um, <laughs> but yeah. not for me. You know, I, robot I, penis. Somebody else. They might like those kind of things. That's you know, for them. But um, <laughs> we, uh, you know, we we don't judge around here. We let people live their best lives and we encourage. <laughs> True. Them. That's how we move. But what I what I would say too though is like going back to like the hood because you got so many stories, right? Yeah. And it's just like, I remember like one time, man, like these guys that stole my basketball, right? They was grown though, bro. Grown. They had to be like in their 20s probably, bro. You know what I'm saying? So we playing 21, like, right? Y'all niggas can afford a basketball. Man, <laughs> look, you hear me though? So I'm talking about they playing 21. You ever been to the basketball court and they be like, run it back. So I'm talking about, I was like 8.30 at night. Run it back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> run it back. So I waited for the ball to roll off. The court and I ran home. They chased me through the alley. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you had almost like a boys in the hood <laughs> moment. I Rest did. in peace, John Singleton. Yes. Um, Rest in peace, John Where, Singleton. you know, when they was playing the football and they was playing catch. Yeah. He's like, little man, let me let me get the ball. <laughs> yeah. Then he was about to keep it. I was like, baby doughboy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I was kinda round too when I was. Man, kid, if you so. don't give my brother back his ball. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> but <laughs> A moment that was one of my favorite movies. Don't you want Ricky to get away every yeah. time? Yeah, Ricky, Ricky dumb as hell. Who just run straight? You know that you know these niggas got a gun, and you just gonna he run cut through all like, them houses. He could have not. He, he could have stayed on the roof. He could have laid down. He could have. He could have did a lot of things in that yeah. moment. Where he that was, was just natural selection like, at that point. <laughs> <laughs> dog, you are dog. What? <laughs> That, that's us. When people do dumb stuff like that, that's just natural selection. <laughs> like, like you knew, you knew it was your time. God didn't even. Just, God didn't even let your brain function. That's like God <laughs> saying, you know what? We gonna have to stop this right now. Be like this. This is this is gonna help somebody else, girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's your time. Yep. Yeah, bro. You Come know, to everybody me. can't live forever, and you've made the choice. Yeah, yeah, bro. Clearly, you you clearly weren't ready. You know, <laughs> you wasn't ready. Yeah, bro. I'm talking about like, yo, and then I'm talking about, it's like, he, he scratched off that lottery ticket. That agitates me so much every time. I'm like, bro, was it that serious? <laughs> like, I'm talking about, yeah. you, know, bro, you just got yeah, done just running stop. from just... who's going, who's going, who's trying to kill you, who wants to eliminate you. He just stops. You. He just stops. Oh, man, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's an all-state running back or something like that. So yeah. So, like, okay, you know. Yeah, everything just, it, it just wasn't in the cars for him. Yeah. I heard you say so a couple times. You got a question? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> so you were saying how there was nobody there for you, like to represent you as like you know that child that yeah. that like the eclectic things and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. How much does fashion influence your music, or or does music influence your fashion? Oh, fashion influences my music entirely. Okay. Uh, and vice versa, because it's all about creativity, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like when I dress, it's the expression of how I feel. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't let, like, external things guide me. You know, I start from a fan and I exude and I try to gravitate to things that I want. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the fashion is representative of the music because at the end of the day, like, I want the stuff to sound like it looks and look like it sounds. You feel what I'm saying? So I look at certain artists, you look at Prince and you look at, you know, Rick James or even, like, Millie Jackson or, um, you know, just all of those guys, even like one of the, some of the guys that weren't as eccentric, they just were incredibly fashionable, Al Green and stuff like that. So like, I feel like 
it all was like one thing and it went together. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So the music, um, it definitely um, influences the fashion and vice versa. You know, I just love to create. Anything that allows me to create, it brings me peace because going back to what we were all talking about, all of us were kids that grew up in the inner city, you know what I'm saying, sheltered, you know what I'm saying, more or less. And creativity was the one thing that allowed me to express myself. It felt me like that creativity was my companionship. That was my friend. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I've, that's been my best friend since forever. So I just try to be as creative as possible because it's the one thing that I can always, um, you know, find peace in. Nice, nice. Like <coughs> when you were talking about Rick James, I was thinking about all the different bands that were coming out of the '60s and '70s that had amazing style. Right. All those, all that leather and studs, mm-hmm. great. And then you know. Before, like, the leather and studs, you had, like, the flop, the floral-type stuff, floral. the bell bottoms. Yep. Real groovy. Jimi yeah. Hendrix, you know, velour. Those yeah. faded. Yep. And then, you, like, I was talking about the Gap Band earlier. Like, they had some great, some great style. Yeah. Right. And then costumes yeah, and all costumes that. costumes are great. And then... Do you uh, do Earth, Wind, and Fire costumes? Dog. Fire. Big fire. Dog. The, the boots? <laughs> yeah. <Right>. The boots? <laughs> <laughs> like they were basically like R and B rock, soul rock, rock stars. They were. Yeah. That's just the way it was. I just I think it's so cool. Like I like watching um, like those old Soul Train lines too, to see the d- different styles. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, what was that show that was that was uh that was in Detroit that that kind of like brought back like the Soul Train vibe. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I, I know something what you're 360, talking. right? No, 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 no. It was no. it's uh dance new the uh. I know what you're talking about. Dance know. 360, right? No, no, it had because it was the guy. He would always have that cape. There was two of two versions of him. There was one that was in the in the 70s, and there was one that was in the 90s. The new dance show that was in the 90s. Okay, but there was the scene. Was in the seventies. Okay, word. And these okay. were just shows where they were just dancing the entire time. People were just literally just showing off their dance skills. Oh, this and, is educational. See, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. This, have, uh, this was in Detroit. Didn't know. In the seventies was new dance. I mean, the scene, and then the new dance show was in the nineties. Yeah, word. You watch the new dance show, you're gonna see a little hot mamas. You know, hot scantily mamas. scantily right. dressed. All right now. <laughs> yeah. But okay. you still used to be this guy, Fast Freddy. Lo-fi house music for Fast, the new dance. Yes. <laughs> Fast <laughs> Freddy, he would he would look so funny in his little costumes. Oh my gosh! The Fast Freddy's be cutting up, huh? Oh yeah, he was cutting <laughs> up. He had a lot. He had a lot of footwork. Word. But then there was this guy on the new dance show that would always have this cape looking like Zero, Zoro and shit. <laughs> Say Zero. <laughs> yeah, I, I fixed <laughs> funny. it. I fixed I, it. I'm glad you did because that was funny. Yeah. But he looked hilarious. He looked dumb. But yeah, you just see. And then when the girl people, you can tell the ones that just want to be seen on the show. Yeah. Because they just be standing around and then. Like the girls that just want to get seen when we come out um, mm-hmm. in general? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Here's a little taste. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah. Hey. This is okay. <laughs> right? Right? You guys can't see it, but we showed them a little taste. You guys yep. just have no, to look up new groovy. dance show. Yep. And they show you a mix. Matter of fact, my, my, my guy is. Uh, Oh, he's not, oh, he's actually going somewhere else. Okay, yeah. yeah, nah, this is um, this is Ruby though. Yeah, look up the scene in the new dance show. Yo, you <laughs> see my man's is the Rhythm Nation Jackson Five uh, Captain <laughs> Crunch shoulder pads on. You heard me. My uh, um, oh, look at him. Look at him though. <laughs> my stepdad said you that go. His, his you go, boy. Was on there. <laughs> <laughs> you go, boy. <laughs> oh yeah, he's pop. He's locking. <laughs> That'd be me. That'd be me. 
That'd be but you, right you don't, there. You be shirtless though. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't, y'all, you and Coast be competing. Who gonna always have that shirt off? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of shirtless performances. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know I got it. I got it. What would you say was your like favorite venue to perform at? Ever. Or just, so far. Oh, so far. Because we don't want to say ever. Because um, that's limiting. My favorite venue in Detroit. What's my favorite venue here? Um, ooh, that's kind of hard. Um, see, I like certain venues because I like the sound system. Mm-hmm. But I think one of my favorite shows I did was um, actually with, um, oh, gosh, there's so many of them. It's kind of hard to really like pinpoint it. Yeah. Um, I like St. Andrews. Okay. St. Andrews upstairs is always great. I only did that one time, though. Um, <laughs> let's see. This is hard. Uh, oh, my favorite stage that was ever put together here was, uh, I don't know if you are familiar with Tastemakers U.S.? Yeah. No. That's uh so they are like uh the gentleman that puts together put that together, his name is Chirac. Okay. And um he does um uh, like shows with bigger artists. So he had an outdoor festival show with ASAP Ant last summer. And it was at the African Bee Museum. Oh cool. And it was outside, you know what I'm saying? It was like the sound system was great. I got to take my shirt off. You know what I'm saying? Just so that was pretty cool. Want the shirt off. Um I like um Hidden Gate. That's pretty okay. cool. I like that. Um what else do I like? <laughs> No. I missed the, uh, I'm going to tell you what I kind of missed. I kind of missed the Bottega. Yeah. Like, I came in kind of late, so I wasn't like one of the kids that was like really on the Bottega scene. Like they had already kind of had their At established. Least you had it taste. Yeah, but I got a taste of that and that was pretty cool. Asia missed out. <laughs> yeah, the bow. The bow used to be crazy. Man, you know I'm still mad. Yeah. I remember I signed Untitled Bottega Walls twice, right? Right. As soon as like, you know, when Phil took over yeah. and then painted the walls. Yeah. I was so sad. I was like, I didn't I didn't get no pictures. I don't have no picture proof that I have those signatures. Yeah. I had two spots. Because Flacco let me sign, like, closer to, like, the entry of where, you know, the kitchen is. The window for the kitchen mm-hmm. and the untitled Bottega. And then yeah. one just, like, right close to the, in- like, hallway entry. Word. And I had spots. You know what's nice, too? You ever been to uh, Miami Nights? Or not Miami Nights, but uh, Old Miami? Yeah. Oh, Miami has a great, I mean, a phenomenal sound system. Yeah. So I would say I like that. And then, like, the uh, one of my favorite shows as well was the one with uh, the culture creators mm-hmm. at the uh, Backwoods and Bonfires. Oh, yeah. It was very intimate. Um, I played with my guitarist. Shout out to uh, Jay Brown. Yeah, we had showed up just, like, a yeah. little bit late for that performance. Yeah, but it's all good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know the intentions is there. Dang, I still so, ain't clean my shoes. I just cleaned mine recently. Mine are still filthy. You just you just reminded me that it's a whole bunch of mud on my shoes. Yeah, you gotta let it dry. dry You gotta let it dry. If you clean it while it's wet, it's gonna be like a mess. I mean, it's dry. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's dry by now. I was like, it's it's been like two weeks. Like, (laughs) don't say nothing like that. I had on leather shoes. Don't say nothing. I did too, but I just cleaned mine off. It it came off real good. Okay, I have on leather shoes. See, I had on Chelsea boots, bro. Like I was sick. You know, somebody somebody told us that. This girl, no, was it you? It was me that told you that. Yes. Yeah. It was, he told us that somebody, this girl had on some Yeezys. Yeah, yeah. And her, it was mud all the way up to her shins? Yes. It was like mud all the way up to like the shoestrings. Like, I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with like like football players, because it's like literally those yeah. shoes have about the same, like they're about the same. It literally yeah. like she had got off a football field, bro. Mm-hmm. Talking about like she had green laces and every that's the only thing that was clean. All the rest of it was dirty. She had some white Yeezys. You know oh my God! She ask, paid like, all that money for like, shoes. That's you can ask like, Devon. Did she? Did she not? That not like buying softball cleats on her. Oh, I know she was sick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she said something. She said the most baller. Rainy day. Then she said the most baller thing to me ever. She was like, "Oh, it's nothing." 
I said, well, let she me was not... probably internally crying. Go off there, sis. Right, she was I'm probably saying... internally crying. <laughs> I'm trying to get fluid out there, sis. What's up? <laughs> All right. Since she got it like that. Like... Dang. <laughs> Jay-Z says, if you can't buy it twice, then you can't afford it. He's a very wise man. <laughs> that is a fact. This is facts. It hurts to hear that. Well, good thing I can afford the things I can buy twice. <laughs> I can buy twice this laptop. <laughs> and yeah. that is about it. Yeah. Blessings. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe Sick. my camera, too. Sick. If I'm like, am I bad? It depends. That's a side. Yeah. <laughs> now it got me thinking of what things can I buy twice that I have. <laughs> no, I'll go. <laughs> what has been your most memorable moment as a musician? Um, Definitely uh, South by Southwest. 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like one of my first times. It was actually my first time ever performing out of state. Oh, okay. Um, I actually opened up for, uh, I don't, you know, they got into a fight. Uh, so I'm not sure which one was there. But one of them got sent home. But uh, Bally Baby and Asian Doll, I don't know if y'all remember that. But they had, a, not a fight, but they had some kind of altercation to where they didn't want to be on the same. So one of those artists, but it was really cool. Mm-hmm. It's on 6th Street. Like, it's like literally a lot of people passing by. Um, I would say memorable too is more recently, um, Backwoods and Back, or excuse me, Backwoods and bonfires. Okay. Um, opening up for Doja Cat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, and you get to take a picture of it in your in your cow outfit. Yeah, yeah. So I actually got Bitch a chance. Bitch, I'm a cow. Oh, trying to make moves. <laughs> you know but now, nah, like, I got a chance to meet her, and I mean, she's incredible. Like, she's a sweetheart. Like, and she liked you know her ring. She did. She did. <laughs> so she liked the um. You know, we we got along. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, ooh. So, you know, she's he's thought, blushing at the thought of yeah. Doja Cat. Am I blushing right now? Oh gosh. Grazing his Oh my God. Nah, like she's just really a kind person. Like I wouldn't care <laughs> if she was like Lori that worked at Whole Foods. Like her energy is just really good. <laughs> you said Lori that worked at Whole Foods. Yeah, That's you know. Very what I'm saying? specific. Like I would regardless, like it like when I met her, it was like, yeah, she's Doja Cat, but it's like she's a whole cool person. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of superseded the idea of her being like this transcendent pop star. Cause I think her ceiling's very high. Like I think her trajectory is very high. I think like those kind of artists are not, um, are a little bit more limited or maybe not getting the same exposure. Yeah, I think about it like, she's like a, a thing. A lot of the artists nowadays, because of social media, which is great, we're getting a lot of artists that are very relatable and very like everyday, but you don't see a lot of artists that are just very grandiose and like like George Clinton and, you know, just this super eccentric, just exuding this certain kind of like um, energy. And like mm-hmm. she has that, like she kind of reminds me of like the Cheetah Girls, um, <laughs> And, um, like, just that kind of, like, as far as her aesthetic, you know what I'm saying? But then, like, also, like, musically, because she has a lot of good songs. Like, I enjoy a song called Morning Time. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really good. I mean, Moo's great. The harmonies in that song are great. You know, the lyrics are, are you know, they're compelling. But, I mean, like, the the harmonies in it. But, like, that's for somebody that's, like, a music head. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But, like, the song she has called Morning Time is a beautiful record. You know what I'm saying? And, like, even the song she has called Game. Like, she's a really, really dope artist. So I like Casual off that album. Casual is really good, too. And I felt that because I'm emotional. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, I feel like she, um, it was something I wanted to say. She reminds me a little bit of it. And, like, she has her own thing. But she kind of reminds me of, um, what's her face? What's it? Is it Gwen Stefani? It's not, mm-hmm. or Fergie. She reminds me of Fergie a little bit. Okay. Like, in a sense, like, like you remember that song, Fabulous? Because I'm fabulous. Yeah, I could see her kind of going into that realm. Like, yes. I think her ceiling's really I'm high, fabulous. but... She's a very sweet girl, very kind. Flossy, you know, flossy. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm rambling about those. No, no, it's no, fine. No, no, you're good. But um, <laughs> so she was just real cool. I mean, like, I, I can't really, you know, describe it. Like, you know, she's just is a really cool young lady. And her whole team, shout out to her team, too. You know what I'm saying? They're all cool, too. 
He got fabulous looking Asia's head, by the way. Yeah. She just gonna rock out in her head. Yeah. That's fine. So (laughs) we're gonna move along to our handing out roads this segment, which is all about you are distracting me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. So our handing out roses segment is when we like to acknowledge people that are inspiring, letting them smell the roses while they're here. Right. So anybody you can give your you can give out a single rose, a bouquet, or a whole flower shop. The endless amount of shout outs and roses that you want to give out. Okay, so I'm gonna give a rose. And I know like this is gonna be kind of cliche and I, I'm not gonna be corny, but I'm gonna be honest, you know, because I, I really enjoy what you guys are doing. So it's a rose for Aaron oh. and a rose for Asia. You know, oh because God. I feel like you guys are creating a platform for artists, you know, to express themselves. And I feel like uh, that's one of the things here that maybe is not as common um, as I would like it to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that you guys are proactive in creating that that dialogue, you know, journalistically. Because as artists, sometimes um, we don't really have people that we can really talk to. So this is like therapy for me. Awesome. You dig what I mean? Like it is. You know, so I, roses to you guys. Thank you. Thank and you. I mean, really just roses. They smell lovely. Yeah, Aww, yeah. Thank you so red, much. Red roses. You know, Andre 3000 roses. roses. <laughs> Caroline roses. You know what I mean? Caroline. Yeah. Caroline. Yeah. All the guys that say she's mighty fine. <laughs> but you know, mighty fine. Mighty fine. The other time, they got a cussed out of coming up short. Oh, mm. talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those roses. I so. heard a guy that, that performed uh, roses at karaoke. He did yeah. such a good job. He did. He did. Yeah, yeah he did the whole thing. Like, That's even amazing. little fast, like, paragraph shit at the end. I really but you got to get out of body, but attitude was not even better at the party. <laughs> yes, he yeah. did all of it. Yeah, and yeah. he had good stage presence too. Did he do the slide, the Andre 3000 slide? Nah. Nah, he did. did. He didn't, he didn't, like, I messed up some hands doing that before. Really? Yeah, like, I ripped him. Like it's cool. It looks cool, actually. I, I messed up my knee at karaoke last time we went. Oh, you was you was into it. You was committed. Well, I already had bad knees, but you know she I, was also throwing her ass in a circle. No, I wasn't. Ooh. Throw that okay. ass in a circle. What's up? Throw that ass in a circle. Okay. <laughs> I sure enough was not. I was not. I. You, you, you see how she's trying to convince our listeners that she was not? With Do the, y'all really believe with it? The, with the kente cloth on, you hear me? You know what I'm saying? I'm playing no games. You hear me? She got incense and sages and, and throwing it throwing it in a circle. You hear me? Jesus. Throw it. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. You should be able to do that. You should be able to do whatever you want to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sis, go you, off. You could have dropped down and got your ankle on if you wanted to. You know guess what? Shouldn't ego, nobody have thought nothing different of you. And you shouldn't have been uncomfortable. You feel me? Because, oh, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me rambling. You know what I'm saying? But roses to anybody that's really aspiring to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really want to specify beyond that. But just anybody that's ever, you know, inspired to do something and somebody that's proactive about that, you know? And uh, I would say roses to uh, to uh, oh Reyes and Adrian, mm-hmm. all the culture creators. You know what I'm saying? They're good people. Um, to, uh, of course, all my artists in the city, um, you know, whether okay. it's the uh, Hooligans, yep. whether it's um, Scott Gordon, whether it's um, Thalamus, um, any of those guys. Um, roses to my uh, videographer, um, Devon. He's always, you know, he's always Rose on time, man. That's, that's my guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Rose's son, they got it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. And me. they don't smell like boo-boo. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah. You know Even though, like, he, you know, but, but, but he you led like, us to the song. But you my dog. <laughs> but you my dog, so I got to be tough with it. So the roses I'm giving you, they got thorns on it. So you don't have to. Yeah, oh, no. yeah, nah, fam. You know what I'm saying? Tough roses. Oh, you know? Tough no. roses for my guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Everything and, um, beautiful has a dark side. You know. Mm. Um, I'm going to say this, too. Let me say this, too. And I, I, I don't want to, like, milk it or um, no pun intended. 
But like also roses to Doja Cat. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I knew it. Let me tell you why. I knew though. it. Let why? Let me tell you why. Because she came to Backwoods and Bonfires, right? And to be honest, sometimes I feel like for the more eclectic, eccentric artists, they're not as here as often. And she stayed there after the event for at least an hour and a half, mad cozy. That was like in Detroit, Detroit. That wasn't in New Detroit. That wasn't yeah. in that wasn't in Q Line, Detroit. That was basically in the outskirts of Detroit. She was in the hood and she was mad cozy and she was mad cool. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't acting weird because she got, you know, she had some nice stuff. She wasn't mad because she had, you know, mud on her boots or nothing like that. She wasn't acting all uppity and whatever. You know what I'm saying? She came here and she was kind and she had a great show and that show opened up a lot of opportunities for the artists that opened up for her. So roses to her, roses to her whole team. You know what I'm saying? And um, really just, again, roses to everybody that's aspiring, that's trying to be great. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that's, you know, trying to do better with their lives. So roses for everybody. Like like Oprah, you get a rose, you get a rose, you get a rose, and you get a rose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Inserts Oprah Mane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just so you guys can have a visuals in your head oh, when you're yes. listening to these things. Of course, <laughs> you guys knew the visual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You got a rose, Asia? I do have a rose. Oh, who? I'm going to give my rose out to Mirage. Oh, Mirage yeah. got... Was that last week? Did I, I give her rose? I don't know. No, it was on Swoozie's episode because I just released. I just heard it. There you go. Yeah. Shout out to Mirage. Yeah. She's such a sweet person. And we had a great conversation about faith. And I love having that convers- those type of conversations with the fellow artists because I feel like I'm missing that a lot of times when in the art scene because... You know, no shots out to them or anything like that, but they don't have the same faith that Aaron and I do, and I imagine that Alexander has as well. Word. No, yeah. it's real. Yeah. It's real. So to be able to connect with somebody and talk about um, God, it was very it was very inspiring. And, you know, she kind of, because I was in, like in this, like, wobble, not wobble stage, but, like, I haven't been up on my prayer life like I should be, or you know, I feel like I need to go back to church more often. And um, it was just like, yep, this is what I'm going to do. I'm trying to do better, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. do what I can to have a better relationship with God. Yeah. No, that's real. And I mean, when mm-hmm. two or three are gathering his name, he's in his presence. And right now we're talking about God, so that means mm-hmm. he's somewhere in the room. Oh, yeah. 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 And shout out to God, Roses to yeah. you. Yeah. You know what yes. I'm saying? For bringing us together. That's what I'm saying. waking us up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For giving us our gifts, our talents, for giving us uh, our light and just guiding us through this world that we're living in. Because mm-hmm. um, to be honest, like, we're living in the world now. We are. Like, like you know, for many of years, like, you know, 30, 40 years ago, 19, like, oh, this is the world, this is the world. No, this is the world. The world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With the quotes. Yeah. And the dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. We're living in the world. Yeah, because you know it's, so, it's a lot of naysayers, way more naysayers than there were before. Yeah. And beyond that, it's just the energy. You know what I'm saying? Because this is what I realized, too. And this is towards anybody that has a gift um, or anybody that's trying to do something positive, um, especially with you guys, because you guys have very vibrant spirits. You know what I'm saying? And then you guys are yourselves. And sometimes what it is, and not to be like someone's better than the next person, but sometimes when you have a light, it agitates other people's demons, bro. You feel me? Yeah. Sometimes just your good presence is going to agitate certain people because they can't deal with it. You know what I mean? Like they can't deal with it because it's, they're used to so much toxicity that once they get around some like something that's actually has you know nourishment and has some kind of substance, it it, it just destroys them. Mm-hmm. But you know you got to pray for those people and wish them prosperity. You can't look down at them or feel ill about them. But that's real, you know what I'm saying. And I, I agree with you. Like 
you know, sometimes it can get hard. You know what I'm saying? You can feel lost. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if God gives you the green light, if God gives you the go, then you just got to move forward. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You got to step in faith and step in the sight. If he gives you a vision, it ain't for no reason. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like y'all shedding light. And I feel like y'all doing something very positive for the city. You know what I'm saying? So y'all just got to stay positive, both of y'all. We're trying you know to. <laughs> yeah. Black yeah. women. You know what I mean? So, Thank you. He'd be surprised. Though. That's real. Like, when you have a light, not everybody can deal with that, bro. Not everybody can deal with that. You know what I'm saying? It burns people up on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like setting it's like it's like setting matches in their belly. You know what I'm saying? But that's just because they got some different things that they gotta sort out. It's never about you. Yeah. And sometimes you can get around a cusp of people like that and you'll feel like something's wrong with you. But it's really more so the environment. So you just gotta pray for them and wish them prosperity and keep your light and don't let nobody dim it. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes people feel like if they blow out somebody else's candle, it'll make their light burn brighter. And that's not the case. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a word saying that makes me feel like maybe I should um two or three in his name. Reach out to Ray Ray, and uh oh your dad. Yeah, and uh just to say hello. I don't know. You could if you want. I mean, I don't, don't feel his, pressured. I don't have his phone number, so I don't even know how to get in contact with that man. I could figure it out. Grandparents? They might. I don't know. I mean, pray for him. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's the medium. God can get to anybody. Just pray for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, faith we have without, a strange put the works relationship. In. You know, put the works in. But see, that's, and that's like weird. And that's like, that's touching my heart. And I don't want to get like too deep. But I mean, if we can have these kind of dialogues, mm-hmm. that's happening. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of times, like, you know, with people and their parents, like, you know what I'm saying? Especially with our generation, because I think a lot of us aspire to do things that maybe seemed a little bit unrealistic to a more linear, practical person. But I think that, you know, you only get one set of parents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes the biggest mistake that we make with our people, um, whether it be friends, whether it be family members, whether it be our actual direct parents, um, relationships, is we put these, and I wouldn't say superficial, but we have these superficial expectations of what the way that things are. And I think once you let go of those and embrace people for who they are and what they are, you will mm-hmm. be a lot less upset with them. You dig what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, when they're gone, they're gone. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, give people their roses today. Give them their love today. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, also, you're not binded to deal with somebody, even if they're related to you, if their frequency is off and their levels are off. But you just meet them with love. You meet them with peace. And you meet them with amnesty. You know what I'm saying? Because this is what I feel, too. Like, you know, at the end of the day, when you carry out those certain characteristics, when you carry a certain light, when you carry peace, when you meet people with love and good energy, that's the energy that's of God. So it's powerful. You see what I'm saying? Like, even if you look at Nipsey, you know, mm-hmm. R.P. Nipsey Hustle, you know what I'm saying? I know, like, it's been a minute since he passed now. But a lot of that, he had, that's like God energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not saying he's a God, no. Yeah. But I'm saying at the end of the day, that's the energy that God will want you to carry forth with. So you can't let nothing interrupt that. What you and God got going on, that got nothing to do with the world, and the world can't stop that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just reach out and, um, you know, do your best. Put your put your effort in, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I think that's God to return it. You know what I'm saying? If you apply yourself, God to supply your wealth. Yeah. Period. You know? That's a word to me as well. Because, you know, me and my dad's relationship isn't the greatest. But I think it's also because, t- kind of touched on what you said, maybe I had like a romanticized version of how a father-daughter mm-hmm. relationship should be or how I would want, like, my children's relationship with their father yeah. to be. I don't have children. But in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Here's the reality, right? Because um, this is getting kind of deep, but I'm okay with this because I okay. like the energy. Um, but I just feel like a lot of times it's black women 
um, I feel like it's black men, um, and just historically speaking, and not saying because there's some there's some fathers out here who handle their business. You know what I'm saying? Who've been absolutely. I'm talking about stand up guys. You know, what I'm saying? I've been there. I'm talking about like, you know, jacket over the puddle for their daughter. You know what I'm saying? Doing whatever. <laughs> but I mean, as black men, I think we've let down our black women a lot. Period. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to say that. You know, because I feel like a lot of times, like to see that you guys are prospering the way that you guys are. That's why I have such a reverence for black women. Because if you look at it right now, we just talking about numbers. We just looking at the scoreboard. Statistically, you guys are the most educated. You guys are starting more businesses than anybody. See. And you guys are prospering. And I have a certain reverence for that because y'all came from basically, you got to think about it. You're a woman, A, which is, which is we don't mm-hmm. live in that society. This is not a matriarch. You know what I'm saying? So at the yeah. end of the day, you know, being a woman's heart, then you're black and a woman. You know, double minority. Yeah, so you're a double minority. And I feel like, again, a lot of times black men, we have not set the, the bar very high. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I feel like you guys do have the right to be upset. But I feel like anger dilutes. I feel like it dulls the senses and it takes you away from your inclination, mm-hmm. you know, who you are. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of times, like, women are naturally very nurturing. But because of the climate that we've set and that we've allowed as men, you know, I feel like women have become a little bit more callous and a little bit harder. And they're getting away from the thing that is naturally in their essence, the mm-hmm. kind and the, the compassion that you guys have. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, that's, you know... It's no, it's to no one's fault, but we got a lot of damage control to do. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you have the right to have your feelings, but, again, you just got to meet it with amnesty. You know, God forgives us every day for things that we do consciously and unconsciously. So, at the end of the day, if God can do it, you could do it, too. You know what I mean? See? Well, let's ask. My bad. <laughs> no, it's worry. fine. It's fine. So, we're going to move along to our Stay and Fly segment. Cause you know I gotta stay. Okay. So our staying fly segment is all is our mental health segment. There's ways of how do you stay stress free. So is there a specific way that you would like to share with the audience of how you stay stress free? I surround myself with good people. You know what I mean? Or if I can't surround myself with good people, I surround myself with myself. <laughs> you know I love myself you know what I'm saying you hear me though yeah you know what I mean <laughs> that that vibe but um I mean like I try to um I just try to keep myself in the right environment I think sometimes especially being the only child and also being someone who oh yeah I'm the only child one of those me too yeah I'm a pain in the ass basically can't relate but, uh, <laughs> not my yeah. life I mean okay so like I grew up as the only child. Right on. I have I have a sibling. She lives with her mother. Right. And she's only eleven. So I mean like Yeah, so you got the amenity. Yeah, the gap. And then my my older brother and sister who are by my stepfather, they live in different states. Right. And I was twelve when they got married, but uh-huh. I never lived with them. So Yeah. I still had the only child experience. Yeah, so you know what's about. Yeah, you, know you get very bored. You have you to be do. very creative. You do. And I think, Dang. like, one of the biggest things that if I could talk back to myself, like, looking at things retrospectively, right? If I could talk back to my younger self, sometimes I surrounded myself with people. So that, like, I was so enamored by the prospect of people mm-hmm. that regardless if I knew that the company wasn't the greatest, I would surround myself by it versus being by myself. Mm-hmm. You dig what I mean? So that, I mean, creating a course. Creating a course is therapy. Um, I mean, like, what else keeps me sane is my diet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I drink water, eight bottles a day if I can. Um, I mean, I'm a vegetarian. 
So I'm not like one of those super weird vegetarians either where I like like look over your like pork chop and I'm like, ah, you shouldn't be eating it. But, you know, I think that's that's helped me balance out a lot, though. Seriously, like it's had an impact on me. Like it's helped me have more balanced thought. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, and just stuff like that. I mean, I can't really give a dissertation or nothing. You feel me? I just try to keep good vibes and I just try to remember that again. The energy that I exude, I try to exude like, if I try to exude anything else, it's hurting me because it's not who I am. You dig what I mean? Because mm-hmm. here's, a, here's a fact, right? And like not to get like too intellectual, you know what I'm saying? But Because this is how I am all the time anyways because I don't know if like people think I just be, but nah, this is really it's me. Fine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, here's the thing. Stress is bad for you. It's terrible. Like I'm talking about stress puts acid in your belly, B. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like this is a fact. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you're stressed out, it creates excess acid in your stomach. It literally creates acid. It burns you up. And that's what I was talking about earlier when I was saying that people, we have a certain light and it's like light, it's like lighting flames in their belly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Stress. So I'm not gonna let anything take away from my health. You feel what I'm saying? No matter what it is, whether it's a family member, whether it's in a relationship, if it's not good, if it's not, if it's toxic, I can't be around it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, if I can't aspire around you, then I can't be around you. Like, if I can't aspire around you, I can't be around you. If I can't talk about my ambitions, and I ain't talking about just lowfully just speaking and just, you know, pontificating. But if I can't just literally, if you ask me what I did today, and what I did today was something that was advantageous to my career pursuit, and it's just the reality of what I did today, and if I can't feel comfortable around you, if I get that energy that's really stale and stiff, and I can't do that, if I can't aspire around you, I can't be around you, period. You feel me? Period. I could love you, but I could love you from a distance. I pray for you and I wish you prosperity Bye. and I wish you the best. But that's how I keep myself sane. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it be the people, the things you surround yourself by is really important. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be like, I'm going to tell you the funniest thing. And it's like kind of like some hood shit, right? But I remember a guy named Jay, you know what I'm saying? Jay Hustle, who was my brother's, or excuse me, not my brother, but like he was like my brother growing up. My best friend, that was his big brother. He used to take us out and whatever. So I was like my big brother too because I ain't had no siblings. You feel me? And he said, if you hang around two broke niggas, you'd be the third. Why that sentiment is a little bit uh, uh, remedial, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, not saying that he's remedial, but it's, like, kind of simple. But it's the truth. The shit you surround yourself by is what you'll become. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, habitat is everything. You could have the greatest seeds ever. But if that garden ain't right, if the, if the soil not right, if it ain't, if the, if the, if the precipitation ain't right, soil. it's not grown. So that's what I'm saying. So I, I just keep myself around good people. and uh, Oh, and black women. I keep myself around a lot of, I mean, well, women in general, but uh, I just love. Uh, well, you can go ahead and say it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Black, I just Black women. Yeah, I, I surround myself with black women. I love my black women. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing that keeps me healthy. My black and brown women, like, y'all y'all keep me y'all keep me sane. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I just love the company of a woman. Like, you know, I just think that women are or very Or company close. of a black woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fist emoji, fist emoji, fist emoji, fist emoji. You know black what I'm saying? Black fist emoji. Yeah, but, but yeah, like they just say your fist better not be yellow. Yeah, or ashy. not no factory standard. Or ash, or, or ashy. Mine is brown. Is mine is brown too? I have a super brown one. You know what I'm saying? But uh, or ashy. Asia said it can't be an ashy fist either. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like my I bad. Just I just cackled. That's probably really loud. <laughs> but um, but yeah, black women though. You know, I love. Um, I just love women. You know, I think women are very close to God because you're conduits of life. You know, at the end of the day, like. God is, you know, the thing we're supposed to be fruitful and multiply, and the thing that we multiply through is through the womb of a woman. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like y'all have a certain kind of intuition. And y'all just meet me with love. You know what I'm saying? Not to knock the fellas, but some of the fellas out here, man, they ways don't be, 
they don't be real, they don't be all that cool sometimes. You know, some cool brothers out here, but some of them, they ways don't be right. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of, uh, I mean, Eric Holder, you know what I'm saying? And, I, you know, though he did wrong, you know what I'm saying, by killing Nipsey Hussle, you feel me? It's a lot of that out here. It's a lot of, it's a lot of niggas. Let me stop, man. Let me stop. <laughs> Just know that um, it's a lot of people, like, that you can't trust all the time, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's like, that's weird energy. Like, I kind of, yeah. I think you're a weirdo. If you're mad, nah, weirdo, let me stop. Let me, good energy, like, you know what I'm saying? I think it's strange. If your man's is up and you want to see him down, I think that's strange. I think that's, I can't be around them kind of people. And that's also what I've had to That do. is. I got people I've been friends with. Just know that, you know what I'm saying? Certain people that you have to, you have to see. Hey, sometimes people are just there for a season. Everybody's meant to be in your life forever. You have the people you got to learn from. So we're just going to move along. Because I ramble, my bad. To our game. Our last segment. Our final segment. And it's called Speaking or Tweaking. And what is Speaking or Tweaking about, Asia? So Speaking or Tweaking is all about um, a song or a monologue or something that somebody said. And we're going to listen. Yes, anything, anything. Anything to spark conversation. Yes. And it's going to be, we're going to listen to it. And then we're going to say, hmm. Are they speaking or are they tweaking? Then we're just going to discuss it for a little bit. And then we're going to uh, just judge it. See how you feel. All right. So let's take a minute and listen to the song. I want to get you in the back seat. Windows up. That's the way you like them. Clogged up. Fog alert. Rip the pants and rip the shirt. Make it hurt. In the garden, all in the dirt. Roll around. Georgia Brown. That's the way that I like it. Twerk. Legs jerk. Overwork. Underpaid, but don't be afraid. In the sun or up in the shade. On the top of my escalade. Maybe your girl and my friend can trade. Off the road. On the ocean or in the boat. Factories are all undisposed. What about up in the candy store? That chocolate, chocolate, make it melt. Whipped and chains. Handcuffs. Little, yeah, with my belt. Scream help. Play my game. Dracula, man, I'll get my fame. Horseback and I'll get my reign. School teacher, let me get my reign. And we're back. <laughs> so, with Ludacris speaking or tweaking, and what's your fantasy? Oh, you asking me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he wasn't tweaking. He was speaking. He was speaking his truth. Was he? Yeah, I mean, it's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong with a little sensuality. You didn't think it was a little aggressive? I mean, it wasn't aggressive. I mean, I'm sure that uh, it was. Uh, I mean, it was aggressive. But I mean, who doesn't rough like, sex make it hurt? Who doesn't like rough sex? Okay, so who's he hurting, or who is getting hurt? Is it the female that's, that we assume that's getting hurt, or do you think he's actually saying rough sex make me hurt? Nah, he's saying like. So in my mind, this is just my, you know, to make mm-hmm. it compelling. But I feel like you know, in a monogamous setting, in a setting in which consent has been had, which is very important, by the way. Yes, consent. You know, consent. Yeah, there's this. Con- you guys want to spell it? Can yeah. You, do you guys want to spell consent? Do we want to spell consent? Yeah. Do you want to spell consent? <laughs> I mean, I, this is how I feel. I think yes, it's cons- it was consensual, but when in the I when people say rough sex make it hurt, I feel like when people saying like I'm gonna beat the box up or <laughs> like I'm gonna pound her shit in. Or, so aggressive. Yeah, it's aggressive. It's and aggressive like, language. Females when don't want to hear about somebody saying, "I'm gonna punch that box in. I'm a, I'm a tear it up." Like, I mean, I kind of sound I'm like. I'm gonna beat it up. I mean, that's kind of corny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I feel like, well, I think I'm be honest, and this, this is just me. My, you know, I don't know if I'm wrong, and y'all can correct me. But I think, I think as y'all got older, how old are y'all now? I'm 24. You are. 
24. Okay, yeah. So I had to think about it. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> at, at 24, I'm pretty sure you guys have learned you probably not hear nothing about sex before you have sex with a guy because generally the ones who um, have a whole lot of, you know, lip service, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to make it last forever. You're going to be calling me Key Sweat and da 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 and while they sleep and we're going to do this. And then they get in the bed and... Um, Fall short. But I can't relate. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure, you know, that's just what I think, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, let's be honest. You know, I remember... But yeah, speaking this speaking this weekend though. Yeah. Um he um <laughs> he was definitely speaking. I mean, I think like rough sex, you know, ain't nothing wrong with a little little choking. You know, who don't like to be choked, you feel me? Okay, but who don't make like, it hurt? Ain't gotta hurt. It's it's just That's a, what he said. I mean, hurt hurt so good. You feel me? Not like rapey hurt, but hurt like, you know. It doesn't like, have to be rapey hurt to hurt. I mean, like if you know, it's not rapey if she consented, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying like Maybe it's also hurting because they're in the garden because that's the next line because it says in the garden. In the dirt. <laughs> in the dirt. Did you say make so, it squirt after that? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. That might have been my lyric. Said roll around Georgia Brown. That's the way I like it. Twerk. Oh, twerk. Legs oh, jerk. Uh, overworked. Twerk. Underpaid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. In the back of my Escalade. Uh, something da 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 da. Or in the shade. Tag team off the ropes. Um. Yeah, whatever. So tag yeah. team? Tag team, though? And people have, you know, there's people that have sex with multiple people at the same yes, time. I, I just I, listened to a podcast that was basically describing that. What? A tra- I, mean, I just... A uh, tag okay. team situation. Can you imagine somebody... <laughs> can you imagine somebody be like, oh, yeah, tag team. Like, <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. or, or they, like, doing full-blown Eiffel Tower on the girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hands up in the air. Yo, you called Eiffel Tower? Yo, you wildin'. Nah, you tweaking. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hey, we Eiffel Tower. I'm not gonna drop that name. No, nah, I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna say the person's name. Yeah. But it was funny. No, not like no, not for not, real. Not for real. Oh, I'm not joking. But like, that's but like, no, like no, in no. public. Yeah, we, <laughs> nothing we, sounds good coming we out. We emasculated him. But yeah, we yeah. just we just stood over him and let him be in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing. Look, let me tell you. <laughs> I don't judge, bro. I don't judge. I don't judge people on their sexuality. You know what I'm saying? Like, do I want to be with a woman? Actually. Who Eiffel Towers you with another woman? Huh? <laughs> I thought that's where you were going. Nah, nah. I mean, like, I feel like. You he know, like his lips doing that. He's like, huh? Wait. Nah. That sounds like it sounds, might be a right. You know, I wouldn't want to disrespect my queen. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how respectful that situation really is. You know, if you're in a monogamous setting, you know. But I mean, like, I feel like this. Like, you know, I don't judge people for their, you know, sexuality. I think you should be able to do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're willing to bear the consequences of doing that. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to sleep around, sleep around. But, you know, and I, I get it. Oh, social society and shaming and all that. But this is just the world we live in, bro. And it ain't going to change no time soon. It might change 20 years from now. But right now, if you're sleeping around, then just be good at sleeping around. I get around. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, if you get around, like, you know, make round, sure you use protection. You know, make sure you know your, your status. Know your status. You know, that's round a big thing. Round. People need to know their status. That's a real thing. People that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, people mm. should know they. I think we got one of our friends about that. Be like, how often do you get tested? Yep. Yeah. Sure did. If you have sex all the time, you should be a sex expert. Mm. You should know everything about sex, bro. All the you details. Know the ins and outs of yeah, touching and tell you. So the yeah. final, the consensus is that he was speaking. Yep. Speaking. Alexander says speaking. I I don't. I don't really. I mean, it's the song is groovy and all. You know, it's got a nice little jingle, but. When I when you start listening digging into those words, I I don't agree with all the words, so I'll say he was a little, he was a little tweaking. Yeah, I mean, I'd say he was living his best life. 
I'm living my best <laughs> life. All right. So we have the come to the own. end. Although we go to the end of the road. Okay. <laughs> you know, still I can't yeah. let you go, you know. It's uh, impossible. You know, you belong to me. I belong to you. <laughs> yo, 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 wow. All right. So, of course, we are recording in the Detroit is Different studio. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Yeah. And you can follow our unicorn guests at... You can follow me on IG at What's Up AZ. What's up? Yeah, what's up? What's up, AZ? <laughs> yeah. And um, you can... <laughs> what? You can follow me on Spotify. Oh. Apple Music. Hey. All of those different things. Alexander. A-L-E-X-Z-A-N-D-E-R. Alternative hip hop. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Neo Soul R&B. Uh, I design. Got a collection coming out pretty soon. And, and um, just real wavy vibes. You know what I'm saying? Check out my music. Let me know what you think. If you love it, hate it. You know, and don't be afraid to walk up to people know. when you see them in the streets. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> so you see him and you like his style, walk up to him. Compliment him. Yeah, because people be acting like I'm like mean or something. I'm probably like one of the nicest people you can meet. But I guess people look at how I dress and whatever and assume something about me that ain't true. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, yeah, just, just get at me. It's this whole vibe. And you can follow us at on I mean us on Instagram at <laughs> Unicorns Are Real Podcast and on Twitter at Detroit Unicorns. Okay, it was lovely talking to you guys. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning into the Detroit is Different podcast network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit.